Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And for this podcast, we go to Lancaster, Wisconsin. And I am talking to a young man that is a third-generation cattleman. And also, he is a young man that uh, tried a few different things uh, as he was uh, getting out of high school and moving on. And he ended up that he is full-time back on the farm and uh, grew up in the uh, dairy cattle world, but uh, decided that he wanted to change a few things. And now he is into the beef cattle as well, uh, also still continuing on with the dairy uh, cattle and uh, he has decided that he wants to have a uh, sale on SC online sale and that uh, sale is on October 3rd and again uh, talking to a guy from Lancaster Wisconsin and I'm talking to a young man Colton DeBurr and uh, Colton I uh, want to welcome you to the podcast and uh, want to ask you uh why might you change from uh, the dairy cattle into going into the beef cattle? Oh, hey, Andy. Um, it's kind of a decision here about three years ago. We're kind of sat down with my parents, and it was more of a either I get all in or I kind of start phasing out. Um, we kind of talked over maybe buying a couple dairy cattle, but we're pretty limited on acres. And Boxton, we got a big dairy farm right next to us are probably 11 or 1200 cow dairy um so we don't really have any room to expand so feed was a huge concern for our dairy cows if i were to buy some um the other thing is we put a free stall and robotic milker in in 2016 so our pastures we used for our milk cows were for the most part sitting empty mm-hmm. so cattle kind of seemed like the way to go you know i had i had pasture and then feed you know wasn't have a lot hay during the winter maybe a little bit of silage yeah so made that made that dairy that dairy pasture land uh made it to good use and and put the beef cattle on it right yep so she just wasn't sitting empty good yeah and i'm sure with a robotic milker uh that you've got a little more time now to uh, devote to something else other than other than just milking all the time and and now that you can work on those beef cattle yeah well for the most part we we used to milk in an old tie stall barn with automatic takeoffs, and we still do uh, about 20 to 30 head usually. So I do have more time, about an hour's, about an hour in a in a day more time. But in Orange, you know, they're two different farms. I'm taking over my grandparents' herd, so it's 15 minutes drive one way to work for cattle. So there's not a hell of a lot of time in the day between field work on the nice days and trying to work for cattle at the same time. 
Right. Well, Colton, why don't you introduce us to your family and, and everybody that helps uh, uh, help get everything started and, and helps everything go right there. Yeah. So I got my grandparents, uh, Jim and Helen Rooney. They're, they're the herd owners of the Shorthorns, or were. They're kind of phasing out into retirement, and they've got a couple homes in Texas that they'll be vacationing down to now each year. I got my my father, Corey, usually lets me take time off here days or nights. Usually if it's raining or we ain't got a whole hell of a lot to do, go work with cattle. Uh, my mom's been a big help helping register. Um, I know I came down with a cold here and she was helping my grand, grandpa work with calves even. Got a couple of good buddies that like to come out and help. They offered help a lot and I got my girlfriend who helps me out a lot also. I got plenty of people here that have helped me build up uh, what all that seed cow company is and helped me with my sale. Right. Yeah. You've, you've changed and, and you've, you've broke off the, uh, just a, a bit from the dairy and now you're going into the beef and, and named it CD cattle. Well, where did that come from exactly? Well, it kind of started out here. I don't know if it was maybe like a little running joke in high school, my few head, just something to call my cows and, after I bought my commercial cattle here three years ago, it, that's just kind of what I took on. Um, we had a couple hats made that were from Dubuque, Iowa, and I had a lot of people gauge interest in just the hats even. So that's just the name that stuck, and I guess that's what I'll continue to go by. Yeah, and I see you've you've got some hats for sale there. If you if you go to the uh, CD Cattle Company, if you go to the your Facebook page, you've got some of those hats on there. And boy, those are uh, those are pretty nice looking hats. Yeah, yeah, I've had quite a few orders. Yeah, usually sell out right away. <laughs> oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I threw up Facebook posts and threw out messages to all my buddies. If anybody wanted any, you know, just let me know now. So this time I don't sell out of them right away. Yeah, tell us about your uh, you 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 had the shorthorns from your grandparents, and then uh, you went ahead and and you bought some commercial Angus cows. And uh, tell us uh, where did that come from, and and why why did you think you wanted to go that way? Uh, commercial Angus just came because you know it's just kind of the route to break off from the dairy. Um, it just seemed more feasible. The cows were good price. Um, I started out with just the commercial calves because I didn't really have any showy quality cows. I do have a couple now, but branching off, even from the commercial Angus to shorthorns, is a big step, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, how many how many shorthorn cattle uh, about are you are you going to take over there from your grandparents? Is you know they they've got the they've got the right idea and and be snowbirds and and go down south to Texas when it gets cold and and leave you with those shorthorn cattle. Yep. <laughs> Had to deal with them all winter. <laughs> no. Right, right. They can be there to look at them when when it's nice out in the pasture, right, and leave you with all the work in the winter time. Yep, that's fine by me. Where did their herd start from, and and what are what are some of your bases in that herd, and and that you're gonna uh, kind of take over and and expand on? They kind of got into the dairy once I started showing and selling at the fair. Um, just my cousins got into showing and selling also, so that's where their herd started. Um, they started out with Jake's Proud Jazz, Dakota Gold, Captain Obvious, and Moneymaker in there. Um, right when they started off, they were just breeding their cows AI to good sires just to get a good herd built. Mm-hmm. And then 
this would be their second year with their third bull. It was the high view Tarzan. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into we'll get into him uh, a little bit when we when we start talking about these sale cattle and things. And um, yeah, he's he sires these these cattle that are that are on your sale here on SC online sales there on October third. And so I'm interested in in hearing about him, seeing a picture of him here on Facebook. And uh, man, he looks like a, a really stout, uh, really nice, really nice bull to to get you get you going with those. So. Colton, you you talked about a, a few people that uh, maybe you want to thank for kind of helping you get started and get going and and uh, help you out here. Uh, so I want to give you a chance to uh, thank those people if if you will. Yeah, I'd like to give a big thanks to my girlfriend Tina. You know, she's helped out a lot, helping halter break cattle, washing them, drying them, and just getting them ready for the sale. Um, I got a buddy Jordan. He He's helped out a couple times, washing and drying also, and my girlfriend's working or at school. Uh, my grandparents for kind of even considering the sale or letting me take my own route with the cattle this year, being this, this is the first year with them. Um, they've been all right with everything so far, and they've even thrown their hand in and helping also, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's helped my grandpa here when I was sick also, and she's helped. She's helping register all the cattle, keep them up to date. I got a lot to be thankful for, I guess, for this family. Right, right. And friends. Right, always great to have a have a family operation, right? Yep. And uh, you guys, uh, you guys, uh, to to go along with with some of the dairy and and uh, some of the beef cattle and some of the forage, you also have a, a custom wrapping bale wrapping business, correct? I do. Right. Tell us about that just just a bit here, and uh, maybe we can pick some pick up some of those guys that are local that that maybe aren't getting their bales wrapped. Yeah, it started out here about the same time I got my commercial cattle about three years ago. I bought an old Vermeer wrapper, and things never really picked up. Um, I've thrown some flyers out, just uh, trying to get the word out, get the name out. You know, I'm available anytime. I ended up upgrading wrappers here this year just to help me out, and I can wrap big squares and rounds. Yeah, and you're you're willing to go you're willing to go to their farm and and do those kind of things and and uh, wrap those for them. Yes, I am. I'm willing to go anywhere for the right amount of bales. Well, tell me what's the what's the advantage of of wrap versus the unwrapped bales? Well, you can keep your dry bales dry. You know, if you I've read Sunfilm black plastic. I've never used it personally. Um, I have read that it does let air and moisture out, but not in. Um, it's good for baleage bales. If you don't have like your bag pad or anything, you make baleage. It's pretty much the same as haleage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just helping your bales keep a little bit better, keeping them out of the elements. If you don't have the storage, it's really beneficial. What do you find that you like the best? You like to wrap the. You like to. You like to do the wets or the dries. Well, I like to do the wets because when they come out after a few months, they just smell awesome. The calves and cows, they don't waste any of it. So you feel that that's probably most more beneficial uh, on the wets than on the dries. Yes. Well, cool. Yeah, I, I know uh, some people have talked about the different ways, and some people talk about feeding wet bales and how they really love them, and and uh, you know, but not everybody has that uh, ability to be able to to do those and and wrap those. So mostly leave them outside uh, after the after the wrap, or or what's your suggestion on on storage on those? Yeah, if you're having just leave them outside. You know, they'll 
keep pretty well in the elements. You might have a little mold on the bottom if water can seep through the bottom of the bale if they're sitting in grass or in a puddle or something. But, you know, let them sit outside, let them ferment and do their thing, heat up. That way you're not using storage in your barns or if you don't have any storage, and this is just a great way to keep your bales or to help your bales keep nice and dry or make good baleage bales. Right. I saw that you guys were you guys were wrapping some Sudan grass, and uh, what what's your thoughts on that versus uh, some of the other kind of forages? So this year we actually ended up chopping it, and putting it in a bag. Um, last year we did all baleage bales with that, and it turned out awesome. It smelled very sweet. You know, calves and cows they just ate it up. There was nothing left. So, I mean, for a winter feed, you know, it can't really turn it down. It yields awesome if not a little bit better than a really heavy stand of grassy hay, you know, especially for beef cattle, it'd make awesome feed. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Have you, have you compared any of that, uh, a lot to, to some of the drier, uh, grassier hays? Um, as far as nutrition, no, it seems the cattle, they, they eat the grassy stuff a little bit slower. So that might be about the downfall of making bales bales. I just know a lot of people uh, talk about the the differences of it, and some people like them, and and uh, some people may not like them quite as much. So I just I wanted to get your take on that since since you uh, are doing that firsthand. So, well, Colton, you guys have a online sale uh, on SC online sales coming up on October third, uh, but you guys have a, a few little events coming up uh, before that, correct? On uh, like starting in September. Why don't you tell us about those? Yeah, so we've got a pasture walk the weekend, 19th, 20th in September. And like I think I said earlier, the cattle will be coming here tomorrow. So um, the Lancaster location, I guess, is what I mean. So from tomorrow until September 22nd, they'll be here for the viewing. Um, we can leave my address here at the end of the video, too, if anybody would like to come check them out. September 25th to October 2nd, we're offering private sales for both the cattle that are on the sale, and we have five, like five head that are not on the sale that we'd also would like to sell. Why don't you tell us about those those cattle that are that are not going to be on the sale? So they're a little bit younger cattle, a little bit smaller. Um, I want to say the youngest one might have been born in June, like June 2nd, I think what she was. Um, she's out of a Dakota Gold, and she's a really nice little hawk. We got a uh, bull calf in there that would make an awesome bull, an awesome herd bull, who was also sired by the Highview Tarzan bull. And we've just got a few other little heifers, little bulls, that would make really good steers and really good show heifers. And then while they're there, they can see these cattle that uh, that are going to be on the online sale uh, on October 3rd, and uh, you've got those uh, you've got those cattle lotted, and and you've got them got them ready to go. And uh, go, why don't you go ahead and and kind of talk through those? If 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 you are following along on the on the podcast and you're not watching the podcast video, why uh, you could go to CD Cattle on the Facebook page, and uh, these pictures are up there. And and Colton, you're going to put some more up there, uh, actually bef- before this comes out. So uh, all these cattle should be up there uh on the on the facebook page and uh yeah why don't you just kind of roll down through those and and uh tell us about those cattle yeah so i guess starting off 
all of the heifers on the sale. I think we've, we've just got two of them on there. They, they will come with registration applications when they're either picked up or dropped off. Um, all the bull calves, they are still intact. So we'll get in touch with the buyers after the sale and we'll figure out if you want to buy as a bull, we'll send them as papers, no problem. If you want to steer, then we can have them cut here. And if you want the steers registered, we can send them with applications too. All these guys will be sired by our Highview Tarzan bull. Yeah, let's introduce him. What what about your your Highview? What about your Tarzan bull? What is he? He is a hot commodity bull. He's born in 2016, so he's only four years old. Um, we've had him for two years. It'll be the second set of calves out of him, and he's done a very good job with calves. Um, starting off, I guess, with the lot one, we got a red and white roan heifer. She is a stylish heifer, TPS stylish echo, I suppose. And she, she is a beautiful heifer when she walks, you know, she's kind of, kind of not as fatty as you'd like to see. Um, she's, she's got the muscle tone down the fast, she's coming on and she's got a lot, a lot of hair and she's just really put together really well. Um, Nice, nice front end on her. Um, lot number two, we got a white bull who is a short horn plus. He, his dam is a rock and roll Ali. So she is a Angus, a short horn plus. He's kind of a bigger frame guy. Um, she is a first calf effort, so he's out of a first calf effort. And I do have papers on her. And he can be registered as a short horn plus. And he naturally holds his head up. He is very smooth when he walks. Um, he is a really beautiful bull calf. Mm -hmm. Lot number three, we got a red and white bull. And if you're coming on the sale to look for a bull calf for like a bull prospect, then this is really the one you want to look at. Mm -hmm. um, his dam is an obvious girl crush. And she is a AT Captain Obvious. I have an AT Captain Obvious bull. Um, he would make a very awesome bull. You know, he's long-bodied. He's got a really good frame on him, and he's really packed on the pounds. Um, he's almost a spitting image of this Tarzan bull that we got. Mm -hmm. lot, number four, lot number four, we got a red bull. Um, the papers on him I do not have in front of me. His mom is a shorthorn, registered shorthorn. We sent in her papers. Um, he'd be another good one. He's a little bit smaller, not as fatty, kind of like the first lot one. Um, but he does hold his head up really nice. He's very smooth when he walks and his muscle tone is all there. He's just starting to gain, gain the fatty weight. Just one of those steers you can take home and, and just keep feeding and have fun with him, right? Yep. Yep. He's one, you know, he's, he's been a really good little guy. He's, Pretty quiet too. Good. Um, you know, I don't have any issues. I walk in the stall with these guys and throw the halters over them. They don't really move around. They're getting pretty used to just being worked with. They stand really good for being washed or scrubbed, and a couple of them really like it when you scratch your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They stand. They, you know, we weighed them on our scale we got here, kind of like a little portable scale, and they that's supposed to go in the chute. 
um, but we didn't have it in the chute. And they both, all the calves here just walked right up, stood right on it, like no problem. And they all stand super well for the blower when they're getting blow dried. Good deal. Already, already ready to go then. Just bring them home and feed them, right? Yep. Sounds Maybe great. wash them here and there, especially that white bull. I'd want to keep him white. I'd hate to see him brown. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Why don't you uh, roll on here with lot five? Lot number five, we got a blue roan heifer. Um, she'd obviously be a shorthorn plus, and she's a super quiet heifer. Um, I don't have any issues tugging her around. She walks right alongside you when she's being led. She's kind of on the smaller side, like lot one, but she does have the muscle tone in there. Just She's just gaining the weight now. Um, lot number six, we got a blue roan bull. And this is probably my favorite calf out of the whole bunch. Um, he's big and fat, and he will fill out super nicely. Um, he's super tame. You know, he can walk in the stall. You can scratch him all over. And he's just become my buddy. Mm -hmm. and, and and again, sired by the, the Tarzan bull, right? Yes, he is. He'd be out of a Angus cow who uh, we don't have papers on. Um, she was not a registered cow, um, but he can be registered. If I had to pick a steer, I'd buy off this lot. Just for a steer, he would be the one. His mom is a G13 structure. So he will fill out very nicely. Mm -hmm. A lot of good G13 structure uh, genetics out there. Yep. A lot number seven, we got a black Angus steer, um, a cross steer. He's out of my BC Marathon herd bull, and his name is uh, Believe in Me. Um, he's a little bit on the smaller side. He's only about 400 pounds, so he's he's still packing on the weight. Um, he's kind of got a shorter hair coat, so he's not real. He doesn't really, really have all that fluffy hair. Um, but he should fill out very nicely. His mom is a nice big cow, and my bull is a long frame guy. So he will he will definitely make a good steer for somebody. He is the only one that's on this sale that is actually cut. Mm -hmm. So we did have him neutered. Mm -hmm. Tell me tell me about this BC Marathon bull. You you kind of sprung him on us here. Uh, how long you had him, and and what's his story? Um, I've had him since I bought my commercial cattle back three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I got him for a really good price. So for a herd bull, I just couldn't really turn him down. Um, the guy I knew, the guy that owned him before me, I knew him pretty personally. He works on all my vehicles. So I knew where he came from. And then he originated actually just a few miles from me here off of a guy who breeds and sells bulls. So I know he's he's been local. Um, he himself is able to be registered, but the previous owner before me never did, and I guess I haven't. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'm not entirely too worried about it anymore. But yeah, I've had him for three years. He's he's a big quiet bull. Uh, he's never looked at me wrong. But well, good, good deal. And you say all of these cattle will come with with. Uh, papers or applications, correct? Yes. Okay. What about pickup 
on these cattle? How do you want to uh, work that out with these folks? Um, we can just get in touch after the sale. If you want to come pick them up, that's completely fine with me. Um, if you're buying bull calves and want to have them cut to make them steers, um, I will prefer to have them for one to two weeks just to make sure they're going to heal all right. Um, after that, if you want to still pick them up, that'd be completely all right. Or I can deliver them. And I figured them first hundred miles are free. So if you're within a hundred miles, you get free delivery. So it's kind of no brainer there. It's great. And, uh, I do, I want to wish you luck on this first sale. I know there's a, uh, there's a lot of, uh, growing, uh, I don't know if you want to call them growing pains or, or growing things that, that you, that you go through on this first sale and a lot of things that you learn. And, uh, so I want to wish you a lot of luck with that. And, I uh, want to invite everybody again to, to go look at that sale there, the CD Cattle Company sale, October 3rd, Lancaster, Wisconsin. So uh, if you are uh, local or not local, why feel free to uh, come by and, and see those cattle there. They've got the uh, pasture walk from September 19th and 20th, and then uh, that online sale goes on on October 3rd. So, uh, Colton, want to congratulate you, uh, on getting into the, the beef cattle. I know, uh, growing up from the, from the dairy cattle, you've got a whole different world to, uh, to experience here, uh, in the beef cattle. I'm, I'm sure you've learned that here in the first couple of years. So want to, uh, want to wish you luck with that. And, and again, as I said, congratulate you on, on getting into the beef cattle world and, and uh, congratulate you on, on stepping out, uh, and, and having that first sale and offering it to, uh, those, those young people that, that might need, uh, an animal to exhibit. Yeah, no, this is, it's been an experience and it's not over with yet. So it's, it'll be interesting. Right. Just getting started with it. So, uh, again, want to wish you luck and uh, also want to thank you guys for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.